welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all-round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I hope you've been really well. In today's episode, we're going to be chatting all about how to heal your gut. You might be wondering if this episode is for you, is it relevant to you? Who should even be thinking about gut healing? This is for you if you have digestive symptoms like bloating, reflux or indigestion, constipation, diarrhea or belly pain. It's also for you if you have non-specific symptoms like low energy or brain fog or difficulty losing weight. And if you have hormonal imbalances or hormone-related conditions like painful or heavy periods, irregular cycles, PCOS or endometriosis, or uncomfortable symptoms of perimenopause or menopause, it's for you too. The gut is foundational to our health on a whole. It is a root cause factor for so many of the symptoms and conditions we experience. By improving our gut health in a targeted way, we can cause huge positive shifts in our health in so many ways. Before I get into the episode, I want to let you know that the prices of my one-on-one programs will be increasing on the 1st of September. So if you've been thinking about working with me, now is a really great time to take advantage of the current pricing. This applies to my gut testing package and my four-month one-on-one programs. Head to frandargaville.com forward slash high vibe or the link in my Instagram bio to get all the info and save your spot. I was actually just looking at the year ahead and I noticed that the people starting my four-month packages now are going to wrap up just before the end of the year. So in that sense, it's a really awesome time to get started, put the last part of 2022 into focusing on your health and go into the new year as a new version of you. If you've got any questions about any of this, send me a DM on Instagram. I would love to chat with you. Anyways, let's get into it. The first step in healing your gut is to look at your diet. We want to focus on eating a whole foods diet and start to minimize potentially inflammatory foods that could be irritating your gut. Some of the most common gut irritants include gluten, dairy, vegetable oils, and food additives that are often found in processed foods like colors, flavors, and thickeners. We also want to identify any personal trigger foods you might have. And trigger foods are foods that trigger your symptoms. So, for example, if you have reflux, you might find that coffee or spicy foods trigger your reflux. 
Not everyone is able to identify specific trigger foods. Sometimes it can just feel completely random and you really can't pinpoint which foods are causing your symptoms. Or maybe it seems like everything you eat is flaring up your symptoms. And that is absolutely fine. In this case, I'd recommend doing an elimination diet, which helps us identify your trigger foods by avoiding them for a period of time and then testing them to see how your body responds. So now we've looked at what you're eating and the next step is to look at how you're eating. Eating slowly and mindfully and chewing really thoroughly is super important for gut health and digestion. Our digestion only works properly when we're in a relaxed state and that's why the parasympathetic part of our autonomic nervous system is known as the rest and digest state. So take a few deep breaths and get into a relaxed state before eating. Our whole digestive cascade is like a set of dominoes. First, we have to anticipate the food we're eating and see, hear, and smell it. So our digestion is starting with the brain, and the brain then communicates with our digestive system. We then put the food in our mouth, And there are actually digestive enzymes in the mouth already that start the process of breaking down starches or carbohydrates. And the mouth is the only place where food is broken down mechanically. I'm often reminding clients that our stomach does not have teeth. So the brain domino knocks over the mouth domino and then a bunch of other really important things happen as your food moves through your digestive tract. But that's only going to work optimally if you eat slowly and mindfully. If you eat super quickly or you're really stressed out or you don't chew enough, your dominoes won't move at all. The whole flow of your digestion is disrupted. And this can lead to bloating, gas, indigestion, constipation, diarrhea, And over time can lead to nutritional deficiencies, overgrowth of opportunistic gut bacteria or SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, by the way, and allow other gut pathogens like parasites or fungal infections to take up residency in your gut. So basically, how you eat really matters. Eat slowly and mindfully, chew 20 to 30 times per mouthful, and this really has an impact. The next step is to identify and reduce anything that is causing stress. This includes emotional sources of stress like family responsibilities, relationship challenges, financial and work pressures and deadlines. And it also includes other things that cause stress on our bodies like the chemicals in conventional cleaning products, for example. Stress comes in many forms. Now, This one can be a lengthy process and isn't going to happen overnight, and that is okay. Just start chipping away. Start to identify the main things that are causing you stress and see how you can reduce them. Maybe you can get some extra help with the kids or be honest with your boss that you're struggling to meet their deadlines. And if you can't reduce the stress, How can you learn to manage it better? This can include stress management tools like breath work or meditation, 
spending as much time in nature as humanly possible, or speaking with a therapist. I've actually just started seeing a therapist myself for the very first time, and it has been so helpful because all the stress management tools that normally help with my feelings of anxiousness and overwhelm just weren't cutting it anymore. And running a business is tough. So do what you need to do to get the support you need to minimize stress. This might seem unrelated, but I can assure you chronic stress makes it so much more challenging to heal your gut. So I definitely want to encourage you to prioritize reducing and managing stress. Step number four is to soothe and nourish the gut lining. Our gut lining can get really agitated, irritated and inflamed. And this is what I often see, particularly in people with reflux, diarrhea, skin issues like acne and eczema, food sensitivities, and also non-specific symptoms like fatigue and brain fog. Not only does it get irritated, the lining of our gut can become leaky. And this is what generally causes food sensitivities and many of those symptoms I just mentioned. So we want to soothe and nourish the gut lining by focusing on gentle, easy to digest foods like cooked veggies, slow cooked meats and bone broths. And then adding in gut nourishing foods like aloe vera juice and slippery elm tea. Anti-inflammatory foods like ginger and fatty fish can be helpful here too. This can really help to just start to reduce that inflammation to help you feel more comfortable and get you closer to healing your gut for good. Step number five is improving digestive function. So we want to get your gut motility to a really good place to make sure you're having regular bowel movements and detoxifying properly. If you're having less than one bowel movement a day, it's going to be really tough to heal your gut. So we want to be sure to address that and some foundational things like hydration, fiber intake, movement and using a squatty potty are a really great place to start here. We also want to ensure that you have enough stomach acid and digestive enzymes to digest your food properly. And also specifically with the stomach acid, we need this acidic environment in the stomach to stop pathogens from overgrowing and causing problems. This is one of the reasons I really like using the GI map gut test because it identifies whether you're lacking in digestive enzymes and it also gives us a pretty good idea of whether you have low stomach acid. Step number six is improving the balance of gut bacteria. I look at GI maps every day in clinic and I've been seeing a huge number of people lately with very low levels of beneficial bacteria. This can be due to excessive use of antibiotics or other medication like proton pump inhibitors and the pill, excess consumption of alcohol or processed foods, or just generally having a diet with very minimal fruit and veggies and whole foods. Our good gut bugs are important for immunity. They help balance our hormones 
and really just have a million and one critical roles. And I don't even think we can begin to understand just how important this beneficial gut bacteria really is. So in this step, we want to focus on probiotics and prebiotics. Probiotics contain beneficial bacteria and positively impact the balance of bacteria in our gut microbiome. Prebiotics feed the beneficial bacteria in our gut and help increase the abundance of good gut bugs. I have a whole lot of other episodes that go into probiotics and prebiotics on this podcast, so go and check those out if you're interested. But in short, I'd look at adding in some fermented probiotic foods like sauerkraut or beet kvass on a regular basis. Consider a quality practitioner-grade probiotic supplement. And eat a variety of fruits and veggies to feed your good gut bugs. The final step is to identify and address any gut pathogens. And this includes things like bacterial overgrowth, candida and other types of fungal overgrowth and parasites. These can be identified using the GI map test. In some cases, all of the other steps are going to be enough to address your symptoms and you won't need to address pathogens at all. But if you've been struggling with your symptoms for a long time or they're really impacting your quality of life, then I definitely recommend testing so you can really pinpoint the root cause of what's going on in your gut. Testing is really important here because all of these different pathogens need to be addressed in different ways. An anti-candida diet is completely different to a SIBO or an anti-parasitic diet. And all of these different pathogens require different herbal supplements. It is honestly pretty incredible some of the shifts we see when people address these gut pathogens. This step in particular is not something you can do alone, so be sure to find a practitioner to support you in this. And if that practitioner is me, well, awesome. I would love to help you out. Okay, so that was our final gut healing step. Let's recap on all of the key steps to healing your gut. The first step is to look at your diet and focus on eating whole foods, and minimizing potentially inflammatory foods that could be irritating your gut. We also want to identify any of your personal trigger foods, and you can do that using an elimination diet. Step number two is to look at how you eat. Eat slowly and mindfully and chew each mouthful thoroughly. Step number three is to identify, reduce, and manage stress so you can spend more time in a rest and digest state. Step number four is to improve digestive function. So getting your gut moving properly and improving your stomach acid and digestive enzymes. Step number five is to soothe and nourish the gut lining. Step number six is to improve the balance of beneficial gut bacteria. And finally, step number seven is identifying and addressing any gut pathogens. I really hope this episode has been helpful to you. If you'd like my support on your gut healing journey, 
check out my programs on my website or via the link in my Instagram bio. And if you have any questions about any of my program options or anything at all, send me a DM on Instagram. I would absolutely love to chat with you. Have an awesome day and I'll catch you next week. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to frandargaville.com. To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me via my handle at frandargaville. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.